uh, last week we talked about obedience and leadership. This morning, we're going to talk about uh, obedient to remember. It's a call to remember, to reflect. Amen, amen, amen. Others have entitled our lesson today, Obedient to Remember. Obedient to Remember. Uh, many of you have uh, known me over the years and know that uh, I believe in preparation for the lesson that there is uh, each uh, expositor, each teacher, each pastor, preacher, as they prepare their lessons, that uh, there must be some theological drama that will amplify, personify the lesson. Uh, there is no uh, uh, better example than what has occurred this week of what I call theological drama that causes us to remember. God has told us, shared with us his divine plan. He has carefully detailed and articulated the instructions. And he wants us to remember those instructions. There's always a crisis in our lives that seemingly is a key point, a hinge pin that will call, it's a, it's a day that we will never forget. I shared with this with you a few uh, weeks ago. Some monumental event that changes everything. So it is in the life of this nation, this band of people, this congregation of people that would become known as the nation of Israel. There is no more significant point in their history than this one, than the events that are detailed here today. And you may wonder why these, each of us can remember something significant, you know, where you were, what you were doing. And on today, 9-11, some may have memories triggered uh, that, that says, this is the day that changed things. Uh, but is it? Uh, but we remember this day. Many of us have memories of loved ones uh, that were uh, killed, murdered, if you would, on this tragic day. And we remember that. But do you remember how beautiful the day was wherever you were before the event happened? And that that moment, that event, that day changed things for you. It doesn't even compare to what's about you about to hear today. 
Sister Bonds, if you would, would you uh, uh, unmute for me, Sister Chanta Bonds? Um, Sister Bonds is going to read for us uh, the first two verses. And it's about change. It's about change that should ignite a memory and that we should be obedient to memory. And, 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 and if you guys never hear me again, remember one thing, remember this. Could, could you remember this? It's good to remember, especially when you consider what the Lord has done for you. There, 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 there are many significant events that simply changed your lives because he's a God of change. He's a God capable of change. Sister Barnes, help, help us out in remembering this narrative that seemingly applies to the nation of Israel. But I guarantee you, before we leave this morning, I'll show you how it applies to us. Sister Barnes. Exodus 12 and 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Mm. Okay. God says, um, I've called nine plagues on Egypt and Pharaoh. Caused nine plagues, and I've called the tenth. I'm about to do something in Egypt that will bring about deliverance and liberty to my people. Pharaoh has said, Sister Barnes, I, I will not let them go. God has said, after this day, you will let them go. And God says, Israel, take your civic, uh, a civic calendar. Take your clocks. They talk about daylight saving time. Daylight saving time is found here in, in Exodus 12. He says, turn back the hands of time because you're going to have a new beginning. I've always told you that the genius of Christianity is that you can begin again. God says, this day in a bee later changed to the month called Nisan. We know it as March or April. God says, this seventh month will become the first month because you're going to start all over again. You need to remember when you had a chance to start over. You're, you ought to remember when, when you too were pressed down, handcuffed, in bondage. And God came into your life and says, just like it never happened, you can start all over again. Sister Bonds, verse three and verse four, please. Speak, speak ye into the congregation of Israel, saying in the 10th day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for in house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next 
unto his house, take it according to the number of the souls. Mm -hmm. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Okay. It's important to remember the day that you got a new beginning. But in the two verses that Sister uh, Bonds read, it's important to re remember the instruction that God gives. God sets up what is known as the Passover, and he gives instruction. God never tells us to do anything without giving us instructions. How to do it. How to know it. And God says he's going to institute what would become the Passover. And he says, here, O congregation, which is really an interesting term uh, because it's, it's the first time that it's used in all the Bible, that a band of people are known as a congregation or where it later expands uh, in the, the Greek and Latin to uh, ecclesia, the called out, the church. He says, here's how I want you to do it. I need you to get a lamb on the 10th day. I want you to keep that lamb for four days. I want that lamb to be in your house for you to be familiar with that lamb. But on the, what would be the 14th day, you're to consume that lamb. Because I'm about to do something in your life in this new month that you will never be able to forget. Hey, you know what? Uh, I don't, you don't have to worry about the year. You can say in the year that God changed the calendar for us. God did a work. And here are some of the things that he did in doing his work. And he shows us the importance of the length. He says, you got to have a lamb. And, and, and every household needs to have a lamb. And if your household is too small, then households should combine. In other words, if you can't consume a whole lamb, uh, uh, and it would later be changed to uh, uh, a minimum of 10, and, but not more than 20. But 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 if 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 there's only you and 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 the wife and a small child, you can't consume a lamb. Go to a household and share the lamb. But there must be a lamb, and that lamb must be a yearling, young lamb. It can be a goat or a sheep, but it will be a lamb, and it will be without spot or blemish. It will be the best of the litter. Because remember. God is about to change everything in the lives of his people. And, you know, we ought to remember that. We ought to remember how God has changed. Remember the people that God has put in your life over these years that changed your life. You ought to remember that. Yes, I know we honor birthdays. Do you remember your birthday? Someone told you that's what it was, and you remember. They don't ever forget. Oh, they 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 don't forget. The only people who want to forget who don't people who don't want to embrace uh, old age. For all those birthdays you don't want, give them to me. If you don't want them, you know, just ring up heaven one 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 and tell them give them to Deacon Sneed. I'll, I'll take them. 
But remember, because these are important days, remember what God is saying in the uh, uh, it, uh, about the importance of this day is that there is a lamb that must be close to you, that must live in your household, Bogan, without spot or blemish. And you're going to do something with this lamb. So he says, hear ye these instructions and remember them because the lamb is important. The day is important, but the lamb is important. Sister Bond, verse five. Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male of the first year, ye shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. Your lamb, the lamb, shall be without blemish and young. Remember the instruction. Innocent, not handled, not breeded, not care, young. And he says, I don't care whether it's a sheep or a goat, as long as it meets this criteria. These instructions are important and you ought to remember them. Because what those instructions are, they are the connecting tissue to how you live the connecting tissue of yesterday of how you live your life tomorrow from this point forward. You hear me, Elizabeth? It says there's a lamb. That lamb has got to be precious. You got to remember the lamb. You've got to be obedient. You've got to be disciplined, Sister Pillow, in remembering the lamb. You got to watch the lamb. Keep your eye on the lamb. But more than that, keep it, keeping your eye on the lamb, Sister Bards. Verse 6 says what? And you shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. Everybody who has this cherished lamb without blemish, the lamb that you cared for that's been in your house, and been eating right alongside you for at least four days. The lamb is going to be killed. And that's an instruction that you ought to remember. Because this lamb is important. Because of what it is in terms of you going forward from this day that has been changed. This day will never be the same. This day will never be the same because you are to kill the lamb. Kill the lamb. Okay. You, we brought this lovely lamb into the house. And now you want me to kill it? He says, yes. Sister Barnes. And they shall take of the blood and, stri and strike it on the two side post and on the upper door post of the houses, wherein they shall eat it. Thing here, 
Don't only remember the lamb. Don't remember just the person of the lamb. Remember the work of the lamb. The purpose of the lamb. Y'all, y'all, y'all hear me this morning. You, 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 you remember these folk have been told that a plague is about to strike Egypt and that the firstborn of uh, of uh, Pharaoh is going to be killed because Pharaoh sought to kill the firstborn of Israel. So God says, no, I'm not playing with you anymore. Number 10, you're going to be out of here. And he says, I, all I ask you to do, O Israel, O congregation, O church, be faithful to the instructions. And then when you receive the instructions, don't forget them. Don't forget one detail. Kill the lamb. Take the blood of the lamb and put it on the doorpost and the headpost of the door. Is the picture being painted? That there's a lamb that has been slaughtered. But he says, the lamb is more than just for consumption. You need the blood. He says, the lamb is very important. But so is the lamb's blood. Wait, wait a minute, y'all didn't hear me. The lamb is important, but so is the blood. And he says, be careful in the instructions that you take the blood and you strike it on the headpost of every door. Why should I do this, Sister Bonds? Verse eight. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and the unleavened bread with the bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Thank you, Lord. Because he says, that lamb that you kill, you're going to put the blood on the uh doorpost, but you're going to eat the lamb. You're going to partake of the flesh of the lamb and you're going to eat every bite of it, every mouthful. You're going to consume all that you can. None should shall be wasted. And he says, that's why. Now you get the idea of why we need to be, if you're in a smaller family, can't consume a, a whole lamb, you need to get with a, a, another family and families need to get together. Because you know what? It's easier sometimes when there's a congregation of folk. Because see, uh, he can harm and may remember some things. Sister Ogletree may remember another thing. Minister Brown may remember something. And then, uh, well, I don't know how much Deacon Newsom remember, but Deacon Newsom may remember something on a good day. But the congregation between all those names I just called, 
That's why each of us are important as a congregation so that we can remember, so that any detail that you might forget, I'll remember. And any detail I forget, you'll remember. He says here, not only strike the blood, paint the blood over every doorpost. And he says, but you shall eat unleavened bread. That's bread that won't rise. He says, and the reason why, because when you consume this meal, Bogan, you got to get up and get out of here. You, you got to be on the move. So eat the unleavened bread. And, you know, some have suggested that unleavened had to do with uh, sin and allegory. But actually, it, uh, it was just more expedient. Because once you consume this a lamb, eat this bread. God's got something for you. You got to get up and get out of here. Verse 9, if you would, uh, 9 and 10. Eat not of it raw, nor sudden at all with water, but roast okay. with fire. His, his head with his legs and with the pertinence thereof. And ye shall eat nothing of the remain until the morning. And that which remaineth of it until the morning, ye shall burn with fire. Tell them to consume it. Consume it all. And everything you don't eat that night with fire. God not only told them to prepare the lamb, to uh, present the lamb, to partake of the lamb, he even showed them how to partake of it. The, the instructions on how to eat the lamb, how to cook the lamb. Don't 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 be balling, you know. Don't 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 go don't go New Orleans style on me. You roast that lamb with fire, and there's a reason for that. Remember that. Remember that these instructions are important. These lessons are important as they prepare you to live out the reality of tomorrow. Somebody better help me. It is no less important for uh, you to remember this than the children of Israel, because God has done for you exactly what he did for Israel. He just does it in a very theological, dramatic style here. He's gonna show Pharaoh, you will not hold on to my people. I know you big and you bad. And you think you're the greatest empire this side. But 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 see, most kings don't realize there is a king of kings. And the king of kings always trump a regular king. And so he says, be careful in remembering the instructions. Don't let anything go to waste. In the morning, if there's any event, you burn it up in the fire. And thus, and, and thus, Sister Chanta, what? And thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it 
in Hasti. It is the Lord's Passover. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It says, rem remember how you already got to be, you got to be dressed for liberation. You can't be lounging around in, in, in your pajamas, you know, when, when it's the day of liberation. You got to be dressed for it. He says, make sure on that day you're fully ready to move out. You're ready to move outside because liberation would have come. Verse 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. And I declare that I will execute judgment on Egypt tonight. This is why you got to understand the day is important. This is why you got to understand the lamb is important. This is what you've got to understand. The blood is important. You've got to understand that these meticulous instructions that I have given you play a part in your deliverance, in your liberation. So be ready because the King of Kings is coming tonight. The King of Kings is coming tonight and he's coming to execute judgment. I want to see you guys, I, I want you guys to see this in this next verse. Sister Chanta, your best reader, verse 13. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, I've often said about powerful scriptures in scripture. This one here is powerful. Because long before you knew anything about Jesus Christ, God was preparing a way for you to be delivered. He was delivering Egypt. I mean, he was delivering Israel out of Egypt. But he was showing you how it would be done in your day, in the day in which you would change, in the day that would be different from you. He says, the day may be different for you because that's, that's the genius of this thing is that you can begin again. He says, but the method will be exactly the same. Come come with me, Fred. I, I want you to see this in verse, verse 13. He says, the blood shall be a what? A token or a sign upon the houses. In other words, it will be the, the direction sign because every time God sees the blood, exemption would occur. <laughs> Mr. Brown, do you hear me what I said? It says that the blood, see, he says, there will be no one that will just eat the lamb and not strike the blood. You, you can't handle the lamb without the blood. Y'all don't hear me. The scriptures is clear. Is that without the remission of sin, there is no, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. God is showing you how he liberated the nation of Israel, but he's also showing us 
through the blood of Jesus, that this is the sign. It's pointing to the lamb of your day, the lamb of my day. And he's pointing to the blood as a sign that wherever there is blood, that means exemption. That means do not touch anything in this household. One of the interesting things about this uh, verse, uh, Deacon Harmon, is that there are some folk, I can imagine, we don't know in scripture. You won't find it, Sister Ogletree. You won't find it. But I imagine some folks came to the house and said, look here, I just came to eat. Or there are some houses that said, yeah, come on over. We'll eat lamb, but I, you ain't putting that blood on my pretty uh, doorpost. They ate the lamb. They partook of the lamb. But if they didn't strike that blood, Sister Pillow, exemption didn't occur. Because God says, I got to see the blood so that I know what house to go to. But he also, you know what it also means? It means that some of the people even, and we know at least one, we know at least one, because she was bought. She was, she was Egyptian and she was bought to the house. She was in the house where the blood was and she was covered. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood is precious. And, and, and God says, you've got to always remember the blood because it's precious blood. But the blood and the lamb always go together. You can't separate one from the other. Jesus came, and if he came and didn't shed blood, he was just an ordinary man. But I hear John the Baptist saying, behold, the lamb who takes away the sins of the world. And that lamb was put up on the doorpost of Golgotha's hill. And everywhere his head, his hands struck, there was blood. And it says that the blood came running down, so it even touched the feet. In other words, the cross is covered in the blood. And God sees the blood, and he says, because the lamb has shed the blood, my people are delivered. I will deliver my people. God said it right there on this night. He sent the 10th plague. That's why that night is important. That's why you need to remember. He sent uh, uh, he uh, instructed the preparation of the lamb. He in, uh, instructed the application of the blood. And he tells you the purpose of it all. It's so that you can be redeemed. So that everybody who's covered by the blood is covered. Verse 14, Sister Bonds. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial. And ye shall keep it to you shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. For he says, you ought to remember every time you have communion, you ought to be you ought to remember what God has done for you. Every time. Every time you have any celebration. On Sunday morning, when you go to worship this morning, communion or not, you ought to 
remember. Because the day is important. The lamb is important. The blood that the lamb shed for you and me. The lamb was not guilty. He who knew no sin became sin for us. And to satisfy uh, 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 the propitiation of God. In other words, the propitiation of God. In other words, God's just wrath. You should have been on the cross. Your blood should have been shed, but your blood can't save. It's only the blood of a precious, without blemish lamb. God says to us and reminds us in this lesson today, we got to be obedient to remember. We got to remember the congregation that we were. When people start talking about, yeah, you know, you guys always think about how things used to be and all that. I don't have no problem with it. I'm living today, sucking up air. But I remember yesterday, and I remember fondly. I I I remember when we didn't have, but uh, uh, sixty-four members. I remember when we didn't have but one hundred nineteen members. I remember when we had three twenty-three. I remember what God was doing when it moved us to three twenty-three. I remember what God did in this ministry when 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 a certain deacon declared to the pastor, "Are we going to do ministry?" Or we're going to worry about money. How God changed all that. For, I said, I remember that. I remember that. Because it's important. But you know what? I remember how, who got saved and when they got saved. I remember the various experiences. I remember my first member as a deacon when, when, when his son uh, accepted Christ. How he poured out his heart before his son went down into the baptism. I remember all that because that's important. We, we, we've got to stop just forgetting tomorrow because the morrow is out today, is here. we got to stop forgetting our yesterday, rather, and we got to stop living so much in today and looking forward to tomorrow. God just says, just have a healthy memory. Whatever happens in your life, know that it was God that brought you through it. It wasn't you. And he brought you through the greatest deliverance ever on earth. Because I guarantee you, when Jesus Christ got on that cross, shed his blood, just think about it. He did it for you. And you don't want to remember that? You don't want the gospel preached in your church? You don't want the gospel taught in your church? You just want to go and feel good, find out about the stock market, what's happening on the political arena, when God has been so good to you? You got to be obedient in remembering. You got to remember the folk that have gone on before us. And that list is growing longer and longer each day. Folk who have worked with you and served with you, loved, with, loved you and cared for you. You got to remember you got to remember the day that you met. That changed your life. Because I want to tell you about a day. A day that changed Resurrection Baptist Church forever. You want to hear it before we go to church? 
It was the day you came. It was the day that you came to Christ and the day that you came to resurrection. Change. We were never the same. We will never be the same if you're not here. God says, remember. Re remember what I did. Re remember when you needed a Zoom host? <laughs> remember when you needed a family church school teacher? You, you Remember when you needed somebody to pray when you couldn't even pray for yourself and all of a sudden, God sends someone into your life. God says, could you be obedient in remembering all the things that I've done to not only deliver you, but to secure your deliverance? I thank you guys for listening. I hope you've gotten something out of this lesson today. Hope you've been blessed by it.